game changers, and my guest tonight is Lynn Stewart, who I love so much. And uh, so, Lynn, we're not talking about you yet. That's fine. Uh, we have to talk because we have to. We have to I have my water. Yeah, I have okay. my peanuts. I have my candy. You just talk as much as you want. All right. Not. So before we before we get we get to Lynn, I just wanted to. Oh, you know what? I forgot. Christina, would you do me a favor? Christina Guzman's back there, and you people don't know Christina. So Christina, adorable. I wish you'd come in. Come like, and get come, come yeah, come. Come here, say hello, say hello. Say hello. Come here. Come, She's gonna hate us for this. This is Christina Guzman. Would you grab my book from the top of the table there? Yes. Because I have to tell this story. Okay. Okay. I don't know, Lynn. You. Have, the, the, okay. Wait. This is the, not not one with that. So. You heard a lot of my book, Coming to Women Who Rise. Yes, I did. I you, loved it. You, thank you. you I, I, I'm putting you on the spot. But you heard a lot no, of my books. No, so you, you know I heard it. Like, so uh, I, you're like the best audience. Whenever I've read anything, you're always, Lynn's always there like so empathetically. She like, she like cries for me. She feels my pain. She smiles with me. Okay, so, but you know, I think, that the original, okay, my book, Don't Jump, Sex, Drugs, Rock and Roll, My Fucking Mother, was originally called... Why is Julia Roberts living my life? And did you ever hear any of that stuff about Julia Roberts that I talk about in the book? No. Okay, so Julia Roberts is a featured character in my book and it was always kind of my dream that Julia Roberts would play me wanting to be her. I love that. Right? It's genius. So I got to know Eliza Roberts and Eric Roberts, Julia's brother and sister-in-law. And Eliza and I were in that movie together, Henry Jacklin's The M-Word. And so a few years ago, right before my book came out, before it came out, I was on Eliza and Eric's radio show. And Eliza read the prologue out loud on the air. And in it, it says, why is Julia Roberts living my life? And I thought, Eliza's gonna tell Julia, and no. So now, so no, not a word. So meanwhile, I have waited. I started writing this book in 2002. So we're talking a long time ago, Lynn. It's 16 years. You're, you're being a very good listener. Well, so. I, I love the book and I love the story. And All right. So anyway, so I have waited for 16 years to meet Julia Roberts to tell her this story. So last week, I got to go to a screening Julia was screening Homecoming, her, her new Netflix series, and I couldn't get to her at the end. They took her away. I didn't get to her. And I was like, oh, shit, I had my one chance. I mean, I was so excited. And my tickets went away, and then I got them back, and then it was a whole big drama. No, I didn't get my chance. I get an invitation for her movie that's called uh, Ben is Back. Two days later, I go again. And this time, you made it. Nose to nose with Julia, looking me right in the eye. I'm holding my book and I'm going, Julia, my book was originally called. And she looks at me like I murdered her dog. And I don't think I went to give it to her. I, I was standing this close to Julia Roberts, babbling some gibberish, did not give her my book. All right, so. I hope that, this has a happy ending. <laughs> so far, that's very sad. This is, that's the end of that story. Okay. Isn't that really sad? <laughs> Julia. <laughs> Julia, you should play me wanting to be it, right? It would be brilliant. Okay, anyway, it didn't happen, but I have been going to a shit ton of screenings, but before I get to the screenings, I just want to give a shout out 
you know about Rick Smolke because you've been coming to Women Who Write for a long time. And remember in the old days when I used to give out calendars and pads and tissue boxes? Remember that? I have the tissue boxes. And box. you have. And this is all from Rick Smolke, Quick Impressions of Chicago. He makes all my stuff. He is so fabulous. My fabulous bookmarks, my fabulous cards. And uh, they're two-sided. They're so wonderful. And Lynn, if you need anything, if you need business cards, if you need anything done, Rick will be, he will love to do it for you. Because he loves, he loves artists, he, lo he loves everybody. He's good to everybody. Um, so anyway, so Rick is my angel. Uh, oh, oh, you're not really? done. Right. No, oh, okay. What? I have something I want to say. Say. Will you tell the story of Samantha from your book, Singing, uh, I'm Not That Innocent, <laughs> and what you said. Um, you're not that innocent. You're three. Yeah. So, and by the way, I have a. She was singing that around the house. I'm, I, and she, she was singing. singing how innocent, innocent, you know, could she be? <laughs> or not innocent, could she be? She's three. So, since you I brought up Samantha, I have a story for you. Yeah. She has mono. We found out two days ago. Oh. So she liked us on Facebook. I mean, did we want to do this? <laughs> she did yeah, tonight. I yeah, Hi, yeah, Samantha. Hi, Samantha. I love you. You're so super, super talented. I'm your real mother. <laughs> <laughs> she that would make her so happy. She loves you. So this is this is really horrible. So so okay. So Samantha has a tendency to you know she doesn't she you know I'm the mom. I have a headache, my stomach hurts, my and this is for my mom, I just said headache. I've always called it a headache, not headache, a headache, <laughs> it's a headache. So anyway, so Samantha, you know, whenever she, I have a headache, my stomach hurts, my this hurts, my this hurts. So last week she said to me, my throat hurts, I'm like, yeah, yeah, go, go to work, go to school, do, do your thing, right? And I'm not giving, my throat hurts so bad, it feels like it's closing up, I think I have to go to, go to, go to, anyway. Go, just go to sleep. She goes to the doctor the next day. She has, they tell her she has tonsillitis. They give her penicillin. And what a horrible mother. <laughs> Is that the point of the story? And I'm a horrible... You didn't meet no, your mother, and you're a horrible mother. <laughs> it gets worse. Okay. I'm not only am I a horrible mother, because now she has tonsillitis, then it turns out it's mono. Oh. Okay, so now my, she, wants, she, wants to, she wants her mommy. Of course, she's in New York. I'm here. So... The next best thing, Grandma's there. Grandma's afraid for her to come over because you know my mother doesn't want to get sick. I understand, yeah. but we're, we're trying to explain. It's the kissing disease. You can only get mono from saliva. You cannot. It's not airborne. So the doctor had said her, "You can go back to school anytime you feel up to it." But just don't kiss people. It, don't kiss people and don't smoke joints with people. Don't drink drinks with people. Don't be doing those things anyway. So. <laughs> So, where's our camera? Where's my camera? Where's the fog filter? Is that the camera? Is that the camera? Okay. Okay. So meanwhile, so so then my my very wise therapist, because of course there's a therapist, there's a life coach, there's a sponsor, there's a whole thing. My therapist says, have your mother call her doctor and know that it's safe. So my mother calls her doctor and the doctor says, yes, it's safe. So Samantha's been with Grandma Honey for the last two days. Oh, and Grandma Honey's great. taking such good oh, care great. of her. But you she know, would, what did they thank you, Grandma Honey? Thank you, Grandma Honey. You're a honey. <laughs> and you know what? You're gorgeous. I've seen the pictures on Facebook. <laughs> she is. She is. She's gorgeous. Yeah. So, so meanwhile, I'm a terrible mother. I've was thinking that she Samantha adores her daughter. <laughs> she goes to wave at her daughter at school and they catch it's a flame bat. 
So I, I feel really guilty and terrible. And you know, meanwhile, I've heard all these stories. You know, uh, mono is the college disease. People get it in college. And, and that's the other thing my therapist said. She doesn't know anybody over 30 that's ever gotten mono. It's like a kid's, it's, that's, it's the college disease. But I spoke to a bunch of my friends. Zoe had it when she was in college. Two months she was sick. My friend Emmy only 10 days. So they told Samantha today that they think she's on the recovering side after a week. So, you know, because God forbid, kids have to drop out of school and miss a whole semester, but no, not my girl. That's not gonna happen. Anyway, so that's my Samantha story. So, so going to all the, oh, so I gave, so Nicole Venables, my hairdresser, did you see what the name of her, her hairspray is? Fuck off. That's Nicole Venables, gotta love her, Ruby Begonia Salon, and I was supposed to go on Monday. And do you know why I'm not going? Oh, so last night, I was supposed to take Candy Clark, your co-star in American Graffiti. <laughs> My co-star, I've one scene that she was the lead, and she was up for an Academy Award. I, I was just being nice. Candy, I love you! Okay, so I was gonna take Candy, I, I invited you, I, invite, I was gonna take Candy to see um, Black Klansman, the Spike Lee film. Because she invited me the night that we that she was on this show, she invited me to go with her, but she gets to go with the Academy people, and Spike was gonna be there and a whole reception and everything, but we couldn't go, we had to do the show. So then I invited her to go to a sex screening last night where Adam Driver and Topher Grace, and do you know that Denzel Washington's son is the star of it? No. His name is John Is Michael. he gorgeous like his daddy? He doesn't look anything like Denzel, okay. but he is gorgeous, gorgeous and he's not only gorgeous, he is a fantastic actor. Okay. Fabulous, John Michael Washington, fabulous. And the real guy that the story is about was there. It was amazing. But anyway, Candy didn't go. She got sick. Poor, I hope you feel better, Candy. And um, so the point of this story was, so last night I saw Topher Grace. I got an invitation yesterday afternoon to go today to see Harrison Ford do a career, a career retrospective. Okay, are you kidding me? Now, did you ever see the you movie? He looks like Moses now. Yeah. <laughs> He, and so you better no, listen to don't him. Don't say he looks like David Letterman. Don't say no, no. Oh, okay. He, but I saw him on on Facebook, and, and? He, he was he he's looked, on Facebook. Well, he he was giving a, a, a talk. Oh, and and he looked like Moses. So you why? Well, I, I guess Moses he, just, he? he he has white hair? hair and he had a beard, but he could have cleaned up, you know, for the oh, show. Oh, shame, he looked so Harrison. Handsome. He looked really handsome, yeah. even though he looked like. But like I mean, Martin. like David Letterman. No, come on, that's just wrong. What he's yeah. done, he was so cute. Yeah. So, but he could be cute again. Yeah, he just has to. <laughs> he has to do clean that. Up a little. He has to clean up a little. So the thing was, one of my favorite movies, and and Har you didn't say hi to Harry yet, Lynn. You're gonna make him feel like you don't love him. Your as baby, much. my baby, who's my named after Harrison Ford. Who is named after Harrison Ford? Okay. Hi, Harry, sweetheart. <laughs> Facebook friend. I'm Facebook friends with both her kids. <laughs> So, Harry, who, and, and her ex-husband too, who's crazy about me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so listen to this. So I get a thing last week and it says on Hinge, which is a dating app, and it says, Gabe and Vicky, we think you should meet <gasps> you're 100% compatible. Oh my God. <laughs> that's, was, that's like the song. It's, it's like, it, do you like pina coladas yeah. and watch on the beach? Yeah. Well, it ends up yeah. that, they, that, that it's the same story. It is? Yeah. That, it's somebody that, that knew each other? Yeah, that they, 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 you know, they feel like, do you love me? Yeah. yeah, I don't know this. Yeah. And was yeah, yeah. And they end up to and they end up together. And there was a husband and wife who were starting to, you know, go their separate ways. 
Don't get any ideas, kids. It's not happening in this Uh, story. No, Gabe is fabulous, but but it said that we were that we should meet each other, and so I love that. that. You should get that song. Well, maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, Gabe, but maybe not. We we had a good run. Twenty years, good run. That's a good, excellent run. And he's a great dad. And he's a great dad. He's a great dad. So. Uh, where was I going with this? Okay, so one of our favorite movies that that kids and I always watch is called In Good Company, and it's Topher Grace and Harrison Ford. It's a fat. If you haven't seen a fabulous movie, so last night I see Topher Grace, and I so I get this invitation to see Harrison today. Now normally on Wednesdays I don't do anything because it's show day, but it was eleven o'clock in the morning. I thought I can, I have to go. Your co-star from American Graffiti. Oh, yes, I have to go, <laughs> and they canceled it. They canceled it, but. Okay, so this gets me to Lynn. So finally, I know you guys, I've been like talking this whole show and like, what did I bring her here for? So that I could talk about myself for an hour and a half. So Lynn. But I'm interested in these people and these stories. Well, okay. So I'm interviewing you. All right, but what happened? (laughs) So you're going to get to tell all the story now. So Lynn, with Richard Dreyfuss, born on my birthday, October 29th. I was born on his, actually. So here they are, but look at this. Wait, that's not the one here. She is in American Graffiti again. But wait, look at her giving the <laughs> finger. Lynn's flipping <laughs> the bird. Flipping the bird. And it's only, tell the story that what, what the deal is with this. Oh, well, I asked George Lucas at the end of the, my scene with Richard Dreyfuss if I could flip the bird. <laughs> And he said, sure, you know, why not? Go ahead. And I did it. And then I, I you know, because I signed. I signed with Candy and, and Bo Hopkins. Yes. And, 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 and then we got a bunch well, of drivers. Explain, oh, explain right. what that means, what signing well, means. We go to like car shows and there's there's a whole cult of people who love cars <laughs> and love American graffiti. And every year, Candy Clark and I and Bo Hopkins and whoever they get. And Cindy was just at the most recent Cindy one. Cindy right? was at the most recent one. Cindy but Cindy's was. usually doing uh, uh, theater. So we go to Penaluma, and Candy is like the the mayor of Penaluma. <laughs> they love her so much. She comes every year. She has. Mi- we're friends with the people, oh. you know, and and she's like, oh, I heard you got a new car. <laughs> her in Panama. I mean, she really could run for office and win there. And so, what was the point of this story? Um, about, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, anyway, we, we oh, go, you, you to go, you go to signings. We go to signings, and every year, there's a group of us that goes to Oh, Panama. no, that was what the story was, was that the picture has you flipping, one oh. picture has you flipping the bird, and some versions of the movie do and don't, right? Right, right, yeah. right. And sometimes you show the picture and sometimes... Yes, I don't. If there's kids, <laughs> I sometimes, you know, put the picture. Or she doesn't, I'm not a good signer. She doesn't want them to see this. <laughs> I'm not a good signer because I give away too many pictures. Oh. You know, if somebody is in the military, here you go. <laughs> you don't make them pay for it. No. no. No, and if somebody if somebody is like a, a mentally handicapped, they get a free picture too. <laughs> and so one guy said, "Why are you giving me the picture?" And I I thought, oh, because because you're just so much fun, you know. And oh. he was he was smart, yeah. you know. He, why am I giving him the picture? Oh, but but then yeah, then 
Yeah. I smiled at him yeah. and kind of stalked him around <laughs> a little bit. And then we became friends. And he was so happy to get my picture at the oh. end of the story. But I almost... Got, got caught there. And, oh, oh, and another thing I do, if a little girl comes up and yeah. she wants a Miss Yvonne picture and her parents like don't, this don't want to buy a picture, I say, guess what? You're my 50th customer. Aww. You get a free picture. Wait, the and the parents can't say anything because I've given, you know, given her, Aww, you know. Oh, you're so yeah, sweet here, Miss Yvonne. You're my 50th customer. You get a you, Oh, you're so I can imagine how well so, I so do. Yeah, so you make like three dollars. <laughs> and then here's here's Lynn and Always Sunny in Philadelphia. We're going to get to all, with Danny DeVito, we're going to get to all of these stories. Okay. But we're not going to get to them yet because you look at all the love you get. Look at the love you're getting. Look at the love you're getting. <gasps> My Facebook friends, I love you. Everybody Support me every show that I do. Is there, I'm, look, Penny I'm a Barrett. nervous about this show. Penny Wait, Barnett. I didn't say, no, Penny Barrett. Penny Barnett. Peg Burr, who else is here with us? Tim Floyd. Oh, Tim talking. Floyd. Oh. Tim Floyd came to the show, the American Graffiti Show. Samantha. Hi, I love you, Samantha. Say oh. oh, my I, God. Hi, Mom. How, how do hi, you Mom feel? and other Mom. Oh. She's... How do you feel? <laughs> I don't have to talk There's Nick that. Guzman. Nick is on here, oh too. Hi, God. Nick. That's Christina's. Except this is really your mom, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> so you and Samantha could never get together because you're actually siblings. Linda Apsey. Hi, oh Sheila God. Riddle. John. Hi, John. John Green. Eddie. Sheila. Okay. Oh, my God. All right. So we're saying hi to everybody. Okay. So. <laughs> so wait, what They're story? They're here. They're here. They love you. So what story were you telling? Because I don't remember. Oh, I was telling you a story you. about about signing and about how do, I you don't, don't, make, I don't make a lot of money. <laughs> so signing. send Lynn money. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. <laughs> Except you're always working. Oh, so so some of the things. You, all right. So before we go through the list of things you've done, let's let's start at the beginning because you know I don't even know this. I, I know about your mama. Yes. And I know how much you absolutely loved your mama. Oh like, yes, you know, yes, I did. And she was amazing. And I. I've seen many videos and pictures of, of, of you guys singing and you singing to her and and she looked like she had a great sense of humor. Did your mother have a good sense of humor? Yes, she did. <laughs> and what was so wonderful is it happened like you know later in really? life. You because I would like you, uh, uh, dress her up like Mae West, you know, <laughs> and and she she I'd give her lines to say like like. Uh, 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 lower and slower. <laughs> and it's not the life in my men. It's the oh, wait, it's not the life in my men. It's the men in my oh, it's not it's the men in my life. It's the life in my men. My mother and I both got those things confused. Okay, so now we, we had a lot of now, fun. Did doing she know this. what she was saying when you were giving her these lines? Y yes, she did. She did. <laughs> she did. <laughs> and and oh, I'll tell you a story about my mom. Yeah, tell me. Well, she she had like dementia near the end, but she mm -hmm. kind of got that she had dementia. She did. And she would say things like, "There's a picture at my sister's house of John Wayne." And she said, last night, uh, John Wayne came down from the picture and had sex with me. <laughs> and I said, well, Mom, that's really a coup. I said, you know, most guys don't find a catheter and diapers sexy. Which she laughed so hard. She got oh, it. That's what I thought. Like. Oh, yes. She got it. She always got the joke. Wow. You know. So now when you were little, you have a sister. Gail. Gail. So now, hi Gail. So now when you were, when you were little, was your mother funny then? 
she was she was kind of funny, but she was more yes, yeah, she was funny, but she wasn't like we're here yeah. all week, folks. You know, <laughs> she would laugh at all my jokes, and and I I remember hearing what did Ellen. She, what did she do? She oh she was mostly a mom, but okay. she was like a terrific mom. She was a, a brownie leader, a uh, Girl Scout leader, uh -huh. neighborhood chairman. Big shout out to her troop, which I know is watching. Oh. You know Julie Cobb, Leslie, oh. yeah Milner. So now so 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 she was a mom. She was a great mom, and she got the stuff. But but she wasn't particularly funny herself back then. Was your father funny? He, he was yeah, he was kind of funny. Most of them were like appreciative. Okay. You know? But but I grew up, you know, I well, was funny. Where'd you get the funny from? I don't know. Because you, know? you were probably always funny, I'm thinking. I was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, but I, I was I was kind of weird. Well, not that I'm not weird now. But I was a weird little girl. I stared a lot, you know. And we went from we went we lived in Norwalk and then we went to Beverly Hills. Why did you guys move to Beverly Hills? Well, my dad worked. He was a lawyer. He worked in Beverly Hills. Your dad was a lawyer. Yeah, and and I thought something horrible happened because we we had a house in Norwalk and we lived on Arnaz uh, in Beverly Hills, which 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 bunch of uh, apartments. You oh, know, it's oh. the it's the not the really great section of Beverly Hills. But you went to Beverly Hills High. Right? I went to Beverly Hills High and Horace Mann Grammar School. But it, it was it was called like Divorce Street because oh, most oh. of the women were divorced on because on they the were in apartments. Yeah, and they were uh, on an apartment. But it was a fun street. <laughs> <laughs> we got to stay out really late <laughs> and play hide and go to seek. And, and who you know, did you go to grammar school with? Lynn? I went with Richard Dreyfus. With he Richard was Ricky Dreyfus then, but now he's Richard Dreyfus. Yeah. I'm, and so how did it work out that that? You guys were both in American Graffiti. Did you do other? All right. So when you were little kids, were you in plays together? Oh, that's a really oh. great question. We had this was this was in high school. We had a wonderful teacher named Rose Jane Landau. It makes me crazy that you remember all of this. Oh. This is amazing. To well, me. she she was an improv teacher oh. and at, at Roxbury Park and. Um, so we would go, we'd just walk over from high school to the park, mm -hmm. and, and uh, she taught us improv. And you know, I can understand where actors, and sometimes really great actors that just haven't been exposed to improv, right. you know, they're scared of it. Yes. They're really, really scared of it, and I can understand that, but it's one of those things that I'm not, because I was raised in okay, it. Okay, so how were you, like, how did that start for you? It, well, it started. It started uh, with Rose Jane Landau. I mean, oh, where uh, we would do scenes. At the, it's it's an improv. And Richard Dreyfuss was in the class. Okay, before you got to improv, did you do plays first? Yes, like in camp. Like, like, like where, where, where did like, like where did you, when did you realize I want to be an actor? Like I want to be. This is what in, I want to do. In grammar school. In, okay, so what had it? What what sparked that for you? Well, I I was coming from Norwalk to Beverly Hills. Uh, it, it was a really, really, uh, what, what is this, anxiety? Culture shock? What? what? <laughs> <laughs> because we made, we made like peanut butter and we visited. Wait, what? In school. Oh. In, in, in Norwalk. Okay. We didn't like do things like spell and read. Oh. And man. <laughs> we would like visit firemen and then we would make peanut butter and radishes. <laughs> 
you know, we grew you radishes. You know, we had little things like that. The teacher, we, oh my God, they were so delicious. Homegrown in classroom radishes. There's nothing like that. And then uh, I moved to Beverly Hills and I was so behind. Even oh. though they put me back, they put me, wow. I was still behind wow. after being, that's, that's how far advanced Beverly Hills uh, grammar school was. Wow. But there was a wonderful woman named Mrs. Sevenens who would come around mm -hmm. and we would read and mm -hmm. we would do, we would like read poetry and stuff like that. Uh -huh. And she said, someday you're going to be an actress because <gasps> I wasn't very, you know, I wasn't very good in school, but I could go like, like, um, in Flanders Field, <laughs> the poppies grow. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and she thought that was just wonderful. It's wonderful. And then I did a play, Nothing to be Thankful for, where I played a teenage girl, you know, who Wait had a, a sore throat, like Ooh. Sam. <laughs> and, and Call I, back. Yes, yes. And, and, and I remember, like, talking on the phone, you know, and saying, I can't come to the party because I have a sore throat. And, and my dad came, he left work to see nothing wow. to be thankful for, so I, and my mom. And so I, I did and that. And Ricky Dreyfus, was he in any of those early plays with you? He, he, he was like in like the eighth grade, he and Julie Cobb, uh, who were a couple later on, they, they, oh. they did, they did uh, uh, plays in the eighth grade. Oh, so he grade. was older than you? No, 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 no. no. We, you were the same I, I just wasn't in the, the, oh. the eighth grade play. Okay. But Julie and I and Ricky, we would do, I'm sorry, he doesn't like to be called Ricky. <laughs> Richard and I would do little class plays and uh -huh. scenes and stuff like that. Uh -huh. And I did a play where uh, I played Christmas Joy, which was very similar <laughs> character to Miss Yvonne. <laughs> I was the that hostess of Christmas. <laughs> And that I, is so fitting for you. Yes, I introduced Myron Steinberg, who later changed his name to Mike Martyr. Uh, Myron Steinberg, who played Santa, uh, to the spirits of Christmas from other lands, you know. And I got to flutter, and I got to bring them in, and I was just so excited. My body changed temperature, and I was just so in love with being Christmas joy. And I said, this is what I want to do. And then I got to do it as Missy Vaughn. Oh, I was the hostess of the, of the yes, playhouse, just like uh, Christmas joy. So I had a, um, oh, okay, so, oh, all right, no, you, no, you tell your, oh, go, tell that oh, one. Oh. <laughs> uh, the, the, one of the great things about growing up in Beverly Hills, yeah, there's many, but this is, this is one of them, mm -hmm. is that nobody makes fun of you because you want to be in the arts. Ah. Because everybody's mother or dad, not everybody, but a lot of mothers and dads were making millions of Okay, so were there dollars. other kids in your class who either were famous themselves or came from pa famous parents? Right. Like who? Right. Well, we had Julie Cobb, who was my best friend in grammar school, whose dad was Lee J. Cobb. Oh, my God. I know. Yeah. I know. Wow. Death of a Salesman, the original. Wow. Oh, sugar <laughs> blisters. Um, and then, and then um, we, we had uh, Melinda... Cummings, Robert Cummings, daughter that was in high school, uh -huh. and and uh, Albert Brooks, who who was Al Al Einstein, you mm -hmm. know, he went to school with he you. He went to he went to uh, high school, wow. and and Larry Bishop's son w was in our, in our in our Wait, Larry Bishop. I'm oh, sorry, Larry Joey, Bishop, Joey, Joey Bishop's Bishop son. I was gonna say I know Joey Bishop. <laughs> wow, Larry. 
Marion Bishop, who's a wonderful, was, okay, was, was and is a wonderful Was actor. Albert hysterical when you were in school? I didn't know him that well, but but he was one of, uh, he did uh, Midsummer Night's Dreams and was one of the rustics. Was, um, was, was uh, excellent. was, um, was Rob Reiner in your class? No, he was ahead. Okay, but because, he was friends with Richard. Dreyfuss. Okay, because and because I was going to say when I met Carl Reiner and I asked him who the funniest person he ever met in his life was, he goes, "I met him at Phil's," and right? He, and he said, "If I have to think about the funniest person I've ever met, it would be a young boy that was friends with my son." And and he was talking about Albert Brooks, and he told me, and oh he God. acted out this entire story. Albert hid behind the drapes in the house and he came out and di I did this thing and Carl had props that he was using to show me this whole thing. But Carl said Albert was the funniest person he had ever. And this is somebody whose best friend is Mel Brooks. And he's saying that Albert was the funniest person wow. he ever met. I mean, wow, Albert must yes. have, you know. Oh, yes, he, he, yeah. he was. He, oh, I mean, just his little scene is one of the rustics. <laughs> he did Jack Benny as a rustic, you know, and then Mr. Engel let him get away with it because the house was just you know, hysterical. Wow. So you did have quite a class. We did. Were, okay. We did. Okay, so now you're in high school and you start doing improv and Ricky's doing, Ricky Dreyfus doing improv with you. We have and to change it to Richard. <laughs> well, he's not going to watch. But meanwhile, oh, I got not. to meet Richard at SAG about yes. three years ago mm -hmm. and I got to tell him we have the same birthday and I wrote an article that ended up in Huffington Post about him uh, when he was doing Bernie Meadow. So, um, so we have two degrees, we have one degree of everything. Okay, so, so, you're doing improv. How much later is the grant? Like, what happened? What's the first foray into professional? What What happens after high school? After high school, I went to LA City College, and that's where I went met Cindy Williams. And, and are you guys friends immediately? We were. I mean, I remember her. She hates when I tell the story. Oh, good. She Let's was passing on paper, and she had a little. Pop polka dot dress on and little polka dot bloomers and I looked at her and I bloomers. I know it was it was that it was a time of bloomers. <laughs> anyway, it was really cute and I went, oh, she's so cute. I wish she was my best friend. And then she became my best friend. Wow, that's my Cindy Williams face when she hears that story. Why? Why does oh, that? Just shut up. What? Yeah. Why does that story make her mad? Well, because I told it so many times. She doesn't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> but she, she was, and this is the same thing. And I'd like to say this about Richard Dreyfus and Cindy Williams. I knew, I knew that they were going to be stars. How the hell did you all end up in American Graffiti together? How did that? All right, wait. Before we get to American Graffiti, so what's the? Oh, first? My, my invitation of Ricky walking home from school with me. Yes. And it was a guy, Mike Burns, who got a part when we were like kids. Yeah. And got a part in what? It, it, in something like a, a TV show. Okay. You know, maybe it was the uh, he later he did uh, Sally Field's sh show. Uh, uh, Gidget. Gidget. Yeah, wow. The guy, uh, I think I think Mike Burns did it. No. 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 This was a TV show. Right. Uh, I think. Oh, Moondog. Oh, Moondog. Mike Mike Burns. Okay. But he was working. He but started there was working. Moondoggy and Gidget. Wasn't there? Oh, in the movie, yes. Well, isn't the, in the TV show she had a moon doggy, didn't she? She might have. I think she did. Yeah. All right, maybe but not. But it wasn't Mike Burns. But Mike no. Burns okay. was the other guest. Okay. So if he was even on the show, but uh, he, he worked a lot. Okay. And and Ricky walking home with him. Yeah. This is one of those things. I think it's called pro prophetic. Pro pro prophetic. Yes. Prophetic. Yes. yes. Because I remember, and I remember him even carrying some of my books. 
Oh, Richard Dreyfuss yes, carried yes. your books, and we oh were walking God. home. And oh, well, he I said, have to hit a love for that. Okay, I, I love that. <laughs> and he said, he said, he was we talking about my birds, and he went, "I can do that. I can do that." What does that mean? It means he could do what my birds oh. could do. Oh, he was competitive already. Yes, and I turned to him. I, I'm just like, Ugh. and I said, "You will, Ricky. You will." <gasps> And, and, I, and, and also in my mind was, I will remember this the rest of my life. Okay, now wait a minute. Did you say that to placate him, or did you say it because you really, you knew? I said it because I knew. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he, I'd seen him do little sketches and stuff in and school, and I knew he was amazing. Everybody loved him. Okay. And the same thing about Cindy. I mean, she was just get on stage and command it. Okay, so when you guys were in college, did you do theater in college? Yes. You, you did? Yes. And were you and Cindy on stage together? Did you do stuff together? Yes. Cindy and I had an assignment where we were supposed to do a pantomime, and we did pantomime, somebody sitting in the middle of us in a movie theater, mm -hmm. and both of us were like, you know, flirting with him, <laughs> and offering him, stuff like that. And we got to be, I think it's called TA4, and it was like, like that was a special, special show that when you had a good scene, you get to go on TA before. Oh, and, oh and that was a level or something? Yeah, oh, yeah. And okay. then I was walking out mm -hmm. of, the, of TA4 and there were two guys in back of us and one of them said, oh, I, he said, you know, I really love that Cindy Williams. And he said, and the other guy said, mm, I, I, I kind of like that little redhead. <laughs> And I and I was the only time I'm like I was jealous of myself because I just dyed my hair bright red Wait, and what? I didn't know he was talking about me. Oh. He said, "What little redhead? What little redhead?" And it was me. So I'm not a jealous person, but I was jealous of myself that one time. Okay, that's my favorite story of the day. Jealous of myself. Okay, I love that. Okay, so so you did stuff. Okay, so now what's the so you get out of college? What's the first professional thing that you do? Because I know it's not there's something before American Graffiti. Okay, well Cindy because I was Cindy and I mm -hmm. were asked to do a um, we we went we went on an audition for a commercial. Okay, and it was for Ice Blue Secret. Wait, wait, how did you both go? Did you both have the same agent or something? You know, I'm sorry I don't remember the last name of this casting okay. director, but she got me into Screen Actors Guild, and her oh. name was Jennifer. Oh. And she was just a sweetheart, and she was a friend of Cindy. How, how old were you when this happened? We, 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 were, we were just right out of college. Right so, out of college. So we must have been in, in our, I think I was still living at home, so I, I must have been in my early 20s, early Okay, 20s. so now this hat. all right, so Cindy helped you. Cindy said, said Jennifer wants us to come in and read for this Ice Blue Secret. Commercial. Okay, I just want to say right here, this is two women helping each other and supporting oh, each yeah. other and helping each other and lifting each other up. Because mm -hmm. there's this bad rap that women have out there that they that they are jealous and other than of themselves. <laughs> yes, and, yes. They, and they Just scratch and claw their way to the top. And no, because we don't know women like that. Every woman we oh know. Oh my God, is women, a, in a, right, women who write where she started. They, they they just 
you, there's no better audience in the whole world. There is no better, and and everybody is so loving. But but the women that I know in life, Christina, look, she's just look at Christina, look she's what beautiful. she's doing, and she is. But I mean, every woman I know lifts women up. They don't do this bad stuff that we get a rap for. Okay, so oh see, yeah, and she also found me a doctor when I sprained my leg, uh, my sprained my ankle uh, on. Thanksgiving. I mean, yes, she's she's been a diehard, and I have I have quite a few, you know, yes. friends like that. Tracy we'll get to, we'll get, to Tra we'll get to Tracy. So uh, and Liza. So so okay. So she you get Nancy Maxwell. Can I name all yeah, my friends? Yeah, you can name Nancy all your friends. Maxwell, you know, Bridget Sienna. Uh, yeah, I got great. Monica Rosenthal. Oh, Monica! I can't forget Monica. <laughs> okay, so okay. so you um. So you get Ice Blue Secret. Wait, you both go to audition for the same part? No, we we two roommates, and and, and um, it was the first thing that I had ever done, and I oh, forgot. Oh, you got you both got it. Yes, and I for some reason got the speaking part with the holding up the Ice Blue Secret, but the, the national commercial, lots of money. But you know, we never ran. Oh, never ran. oh, but but you still get paid, no? Well, get paid for doing it. Oh. But my hands, as you can see, are very small. <laughs> And when I was holding the Ice Blue Secret, the the uh, director was from India, and he went, "You're making it look gigantic." <laughs> it probably looks balanced in your hands, right? And so, Cindy, I spoke, and Cindy held the Ice Blue Secret. And then I I didn't I made a mistake, and I went cut, and he went, "I should say cut." <laughs> That and oh my God, Jennifer! She she got she wrote a letter because it was even hard to get into Screen Actors Guild then. Wow! She wrote a letter and and uh, got me in. Oh, you yeah. know. And so, was Cindy already in? Cindy was already in. Okay, so now they did a show called Room Two Twenty Two. Oh God! Yeah. Somebody else just told us that they started on Room Two. Who was here? That somebody just told us it might have been Amy Aquino. Amy oh, Aquino's yes, first yes. gig was Room 222. Right. Wow. Okay, this is yeah. crazy. Wow. Okay. I did a Room 222, and I was over at my boyfriend's house, and I turned on the TV. It was a very small part. I turned on the TV, and there I was. And then, of course, I disappeared. <laughs> well, so it was like one of the weirdest things in the world to just turn on the TV, and then you're there, and then gone. You know, what are the chances to, of that's that? That's happened to me, but you know, not for good reason. So, so, okay, so, and then what's the first, like, like your first IMDb credit is uh, dry, uh, dry, Drive He Said. Drive He Said. How did that happen? Oh, Drive He Said. Yeah. Yes, Jack Nicholson directed yes. that. And Henry Jacklin just told us about it last week. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because Henry's in that movie too. Yes. Um, you might not have, he, I think he had a very small part in it, but he's in that movie. Right, I played a, a cheerleader in that. And so how did, what was that like working for, what was Jack like? How did you get that part? I slept with Jack, no. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I, I, wasn't. I was friends with Cindy. Yeah. And Cindy told them. Was you Cindy know, they in it? Cindy was in it. Cindy was in it. She had, we, we all had small parts, but we were, we were up in Oregon, you know, for how, a couple of did weeks. Did you read for Jack? No, because I, I just cheered, you know. <laughs> I just did what I did. I just cheered. Yeah. And, and we had like a little cheerleading squad 
And uh, was Cindy a cheerleader? No, no, oh. she I, she had a a part. I think it was of somebody's girlfriend. In, okay, in in it, mm -hmm. but but it, we neither one of us had big, big yeah, yeah. parts, yeah. you know, and uh, so so from that. The next thing is American Graffiti. So how did all, you, Ricky, Cindy, all these people you know, how did you get American Graffiti? Well, uh, you know, when Candy was here, Pat McQueenie was, was my manager too. Oh. And I went in to meet George, and the same thing happened to George. George Lucas. Yeah. George, <laughs> George was just, like looking out the window. He was not, not really that interested <laughs> in me. And I was like there with Fred Roos, who was our saint casting director, who got us all, you know, up up wow. there to meet George. Mm -hmm. And and he, what was George like back then when he was just a kid? Yeah, he was just kind of a kid. Well, I didn't think he was like that interested in me. You yeah, because he was looking out the window. I think rubbing his nose. <laughs> and then um, uh, Fred said, "Tell him your credits." And I I don't know why I said, I just said nothing. <laughs> And then Fred started telling him all my crap. Why did you do that? Because I, I guess I was pissed off that he wasn't was you know, looking, looking at, you? at me. He was like, you know, and so I just said, nothing. <laughs> and then I got the part, you know, which, and I didn't, I don't even remember. It's like, did you read? I don't even remember reading. But, but, but they called Pat uh -huh. and said that I got the part. And I, I was so excited because I must have read the script somehow got a hold of the script mm -hmm. because I loved it. Mm -hmm. And then I did got you to... have any idea that it was going to be? I mean, you couldn't possibly have any idea that it would be what it's become. Right. But right. did you know when you read it, this is great? Well, when when I was up there, mm -hmm. like in San Francisco and Penaluma and everything, mm -hmm. I would tell everybody, "This is going to be a giant hit. This is going to be." And they go, uh, "Yeah, sure." Right. Really, you knew? Yeah, yeah. It sounds like you have some like professional. Yeah, it was the same skills. thing with bridesmaids. Yeah. You know, I had a little part in bridesmaids, and and I would tell Lynn everybody. Was Maya, who was Maya Lynn? Rudolph? Mother. Are you kidding? <laughs> Lynn was Maya Rudolph's mommy in Bridesmaids. So you might have had a little part, but you're in the whole fucking movie. You're in the whole movie there. Yes. Yeah, so, yes, you are. So I told the girls, I said, you know, this is like American Graffiti. This is going to be a giant hit. It's going to change history. Oh, come you know, on. Yes, I knew it. Like like American Graffiti. You know, the end credits where yeah. everybody everybody says what happens. Right. That was the first. George, you know, that was... Is that true? Yes. That it hadn't been done before. Now it's done all the time. I mean, what I, happened to the people in the movie? I always think of Animal House as being the one that started that, but you put American Graffiti. Yes, American Graffiti way started before Animal House. And, and of course... You know, Bridesmaid was an international oh. hit, and, um, and I just thank you very kids. much because you helped pay for my mother's caregivers, and I love you for that. My you, my you, kids have you. seen Bridesmaids, and I've seen it with them, but my kids have probably seen it a hundred times. They can quote every line in that. In fact, they did it at my book signing. They did a scene from it. They were at my book signing. They did a scene from Bridesmaids. Um, so yeah, that you you knew you knew. Yeah. All right. So let's. And Kristen Wiig, she said I was. I went to. I happened to be in the bathroom at the same time she was in the bathroom, and she said, "I wanted my friend. I wanted to write a movie, you know, uh, with uh, also. My, I, I didn't never. I love her, and I can't pronounce her last name. Amy Manolo. Uh, she's the other writer for. Uh, anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. But she's. She's a. 
comic genius that I just can't remember her name. So anyway. I don't want to start looking up things because then I'll screw something up. Okay. All right, go ahead. Now, but it's the two writers for uh, for Bridesmaid. Yeah. And and, and I think it, Mumolo. Mumolo? Mumolo okay. or Mumolo. Okay, Mumolo. Mumolo. <laughs> and she is in Mumolo. She's a trend, fantastic mother. Fantastic oh, look, you're getting actress. love and laughs and anger. Oh, somebody was angry. No, angry. you're getting love. You're getting love. You're getting, look at all the love. Look at the love. Oh, somebody's angry because no. I don't know. No, no, it's probably her. It's probably hers. <laughs> and and she said I wanted the, the two of them wanted to write a movie to showcase their friends, and that's what they did. Wow. And Melissa, that you know, Melissa McCartney. Yeah. That that. So was Melissa friends. friends with? Yes, yes, she was in that. She was in that that group. Uh, that, so who else was in that group? Uh, was um, Maya? Were they all in? The, well, yeah. Yes, yeah, they, Maya. They were, sure. They were. They were much younger than me. You okay. know, yeah. it, it, groundlings. But we all came from the groundling school, and I was so grateful. I didn't have to audition. Oh, for that so or they because you were they asked for me because you yeah, were because they knew me from the groundlings and, and everything. So. When when did the groundlings happen? Did it happen before or after movies started? What do you mean? When did you get into the Groundlings? Was it oh, before? It, it, yeah, I got I got into the Groundlings way. You know, it was like 1974. Uh, you know? Oh, okay. So, yeah. so, and how did that happen? You're doing improv with little Ricky Dreyfus. No, I I did. I I was um uh I was in a uh, Monday Monday night uh, workshop, and and. Then and you're how old are you when this is going? Are you in school? Or I was. Are you? I was in my my twenties. So you were out of school already. Okay. Yes. 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 Uh -huh. yes. I was. I was in, um, and uh, and, and then from there, and that was an improv workshop, and and that's oh, Robin Williams was in that workshop. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the groundlings. Okay. And and. Uh, then uh, Gary Austin, who started the Groundlings, had been a friend of mine, and also with Compass Management, Pat McQueenie, and um, he said, "You've got to. There's 90, 90 people on the roster. We're you know doing shows all the time. You've got to come join us." So, um, and so was, I did. And, and who was there? Who, who was there? Who were the founding people of the Groundlings? Uh, uh, Lorraine Newman, uh, Tracy Newman, and Lorraine got plucked. And did Saturday oh, yes. Live right from there. Right from there. Plucked and I Michaels. only saw her do one show. And, and then she's, she's gone. She was, she was plucked. But her sister Tracy Newman. Yes. And who has been your best friend for yes. ever. Yes. Um, and she helped. She Not only was she a brilliant improviser, but she also wrote stuff for her, her sister. And, and she wrote stuff for her sister. And then Tracy went on to... To write for for uh, Cheers, right, and then she also created, according to Jim, right. Tracy won the Emmy for Emmy. that for the coming out Ed, episode Ed. of Ellen. Mm -hmm. I mean, formidable, and she is an incredible singer songwriter. And yes. Tracy's going to have to be on this show oh, very yes. soon, yes. Yeah, very very soon. And um, so, and you and Tracy have been friends since the beginning of the Groundlings, right? Right, and still to this day, yes, like, yes, very close friends. Right, everything that I've ever done can somehow be. Uh, trace back to the groundlings. What really? Right, right. Like the 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 Pee Wee Herman show was started as a late night show there. Okay, so now Pee Wee was uh, Paul Rubens was was he an original member or was he was he he was, he was later. later. He was, he was later. later. Okay, yeah. He's a, is he a little younger? I'm thinking. I, I oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like five or six years yeah. younger. Yeah, Paul mm -hmm. Rubens is younger. So 
Well, we'll get to how that happens. So, okay, so you, you're doing the groundlings and you're, you're taking a class, then you become part of the company. You're getting movies, you're getting, when, where does American Graffiti, oh, and Sandy. Sandy Halberg. Sandy, was, Hi, oh Sandy. my God, I used to do scenes with so him. So funny, funny, Sandy. Funny genius. Sandy went on to do a, a few Mel Brooks movies, so he was in, um, I'm spacing. He's so funny in it. Spaceballs! I'm spacing. He was in Spaceballs. He's hysterical in Spaceballs. Okay, so I'm spacing. That's hysterical. Okay, so, oh, oh, you, you know how sometimes when you get too excited, you, your mind goes, <laughs> Harvey Lembeck. That is the class that I was in. Oh. And, and, and before the groundling. Oh. Yes. Okay. And so now was, when did Phil Hartman come along for you? In, in the groundlings. Like at the beginning? beginning? He's oh a little God. younger too, I think. He, no, he's not, the, he's like a year. Oh, okay. A year younger. Okay. Maybe two years. And know. so did he come along in the groundlings around the same time you did? No, I was, later. I was first. Okay. He, okay. He, was, he was later. So we're going to talk about, we're going to have Robin Williams stories. We're going to have Phil Hartman stories. But I want to just get to how American Graffiti, because I think in, in order... Were you already friends with, with Robin and Phil before American Graffiti? Robin and Williams. Oh, Robin and Phil. <laughs> I was going, who's this Robin. wonderful couple that I haven't met? <laughs> um, I, Robin, Robin, I don't... Let's start with American Graffiti. Okay, American Graffiti. Okay. I think I was, I was in Harvey Lambic's class. Uh, uh, and around the time of American Graffiti. Okay, so now, so you get, so, okay, so now everybody gets American Graffiti that you know. Cindy's in it, um, Ricky's in it, you're in it. Now you get to meet Mackenzie Phillips, Candy Clark, Harrison Ford, Ron Howard. Yeah, well, well, well Harrison already knew. Okay, how'd yeah. you know Harrison? Because we were in the same management company and he was just like, you know, friends with Cindy and everything. But like Harrison was, was uh, well, I'm talking about like, like I know him. Like <laughs> Harrison was a carpenter and he was still doing yes, that during those and days. I wanted to be his name. <laughs> was he gorgeous then? I mean, did you, yes. already, did you already, was he already like hot stuff? He was, he was all, I mean, we were always friends, but he was always hot stuff. And tell the story. Oh, the story <laughs> at Dantana's. Yes. Okay, this is this is not a very good, good uh, uh, you know, woman, you know, I'm woman story. Uh, but anyway, I was in my early 20s, and Harrison was absolutely adorable, and and we were Dantana's, and um, uh, we were we were both standing up. We were in a group to leave, and I I reached down to tie my shoe, and Harrison held my head down and said, "Stay down there." And instead of, instead of being insulted, which of course I should have been, I thought it was one of the most sexiest, fabulous things that ever happened to me. Harrison Ford fed my head down. I'm sorry, but it's Harrison Ford. He gets a, he gets a pass on I don't, and at the time, it's not a good me too moment. Right, it's not a good me too moment. Okay, so, I wouldn't turn him in. No. <laughs> Oh my God, who would turn Harrison Ford? Okay, so, so, ooh, I think a piece of my jewelry just went yeah, flying, is, right? Harrison, <laughs> we're both reacting to Harrison, you know, things are flying, flying all over Oh, it's a pen, okay, I was like, I think, I think 
jewelry is just popping off my body thinking about Harrison. <sighs> okay, so actually Harry's named after Harrison Ford and Harry Connick. In, oh, in oh, great. great I, I, loved, I loved both of yes. them. And so his name was born from both mm -hmm. of those men. Okay, so, so you knew Harrison from earlier. Right. Now you get on the set and it's like everybody you know is there. Yes, Mackenzie, I met. Uh, I I met there. I okay. mean, I didn't know Mackenzie and she was, before. And she was a baby. Uh, she was a talented like, baby. She was a little girl. You know, twelve going on forty. And all her scenes were were with with with. Oh no, with Paul no, she Mac. was she was forties. I mean, she'd be like twelve going being twenty five. Yeah, was she everybody's age. She, but she was unbelievable, and what a sweetheart. Oh, and now, what was it so like for? She was a, Women who write. She and, and she's the reason we have tissue boxes because oh because when Mackenzie came and read her book, we all cried. Were oh. you here when she read? No. Oh God, she came and she read, and we all cried. And so somebody said, "Why don't you have Rick Smolke make tissue boxes?" And he did. Oh. Oh my God. Anyway, so um, so she's like a little kid. You're all in your twenties, right? Was it weird? Yeah. No, I didn't really work with any of those people because yeah. I only had one scene, yeah. and I just worked with Richard. You know, okay. Definitely. And so, was it was it odd for you guys to be working together? You knew each other so well. Wait, you didn't tell you didn't tell the story. What story? That when he asked you to marry him. Oh, <laughs> I think we were in the fourth grade, and Richard. I can't call him Ricky asked me <laughs> to marry him. I think we were, had to stay after school because we were talking. Yeah. <laughs> what a shock. And, and he was at the, I remember he, he was at the blackboard and he, he asked me to marry him. I have him. to love this. And yeah. I, you know, he was moody. I mean, I loved him, but I, mm. I didn't really want to marry him because of his, you know, his mood changes. And I, I thought it would be difficult oh, for the two of us would, would uh, you know, it, it wouldn't, it, I just felt it wouldn't work out between the two of us. <laughs> and then a couple of months, months later, he was I gotta stop bending my head down my blackboard again. Nicole, I you know, you. and sweet. he said, and he was so serious. Yeah. And he, he said, he said, I asked my mother if I could marry you, and she said, no, <laughs> because you're not Jewish. And I was, and I loved his mother. His mother's name was Robin, and they lived, you know, oh across the God, street for a long classic. time. Did he marry and a Jewish girl? I don't know. Well, I wonder. I don't know. We have to find out if Richard I don't know. Drive just I married mean, a Jewish girl, or if he made his mother miserable. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Robin. But but I was like, oh thank God, you know, thank God. I don't have to marry. I don't because oh. because it was out of. It, I I didn't have to deal with the. Did you ever? Did you ever, Did you ever kiss each other? Oh yeah. Yes. Wait, what? We spin the bottle and, and yeah, yes. Oh yeah, very good kid. I may take that back. I may, I may convert so I can marry him. Good and, kisser, huh? Yeah, he's a very, very good kisser. Uh, but but mostly we're friends and we're yeah. friends to this day. Did you yeah. ever like go out like when you were older? Did you ever date? Well, we were neighbors, so we'd go to T Temple Emanuel together. But I mean, you didn't like you were never like boyfriend and girlfriend. No, no, no we no, were no. always friends. Yeah, but no. we would we would go to movies. We saw the Defiant ones, Aww. the original Defiant ones. We, yeah, we were. He had the first forty-five come softly with me, and he said, "Look what I bought." That was the first record he ever bought, and it was 
come softly to me. That was for, like when they went from 33 45, to 45. Yeah, 45. He went wow. out and bought a 45. Wow. Yeah. And the little disc. The disc. And with yeah, little. it was that time. Wow. Oh, and him and his best friend at the time, probably his best friend now, Carl Borak, they, they used to come over and uh, serenade me with songs oh. from Temple. You know, and that oh, how her. romantic that is! <laughs> now that's what you want to hear. <laughs> and and oh, I know that song. Yeah. I can even do it in Japanese. <laughs> Does everybody else know it's going to be? Because Candy didn't think it was going to be. Well, I remember. I don't think she did. Christina, did Candy think it was going to be a big thing? I don't, I don't think, think she did. So. I saw Candy. Yeah. yeah. She didn't say. I don't think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. But George Lucas came over to the car, and he said, "This is my least favorite scene in a movie." What? And what? it didn't affect me because I was so happy to be on a set. Wait a minute, why was George so mean to you? I don't know, but he said it to the whole car. And and Ricky, rightfully so, was like, what? You know, well, you know, well that's, you know, he, but, wow. but the scene turned out, you know, with editing and Fantastic. everything like that. It, it turned out, it turned out really fun. That's crazy. Yeah. Why would a director say that to know. a car full of actors? I don't know. It's so <laughs> awful. But I just remember. Have you ever seen George since then? No. Never. Never have. Maybe it was the worst. <laughs> did Rick, but, did but Ricky was, ever work with George again? I yeah. Uh, no, that's Steven Spielberg. Yeah. But didn't George Lucas produce Close Encounters? Well, I know it was a Steven Spielberg film, but... I'm thinking maybe George had something to do with that, like executive producer. I don't or something. know. No, I don't know. I don't know. Um, okay, all right. But but it was fun, you know. I, I mean, it was fun driving around and 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 I it was the first time I ever drove a stick. Right. And then Ricky, I remember him saying it, it, the the whole scene was shot in one day, night. And it was supposed to be a everything was shot at night. Yeah. Figure, yeah. Wasn't it? it was supposed to take place over the course of right one night. Right. right. Yeah. And originally my scene was going to be a week long, but they were so far behind schedule that they condensed it to this, this uh -huh. one scene. So I worked all night, and then there, there was a lot of cars, prop cars and everything, and it got to be in the morning, and I wasn't a real skilled driver for a stick shift. And, and then in the morning, there, there were these trucks coming, yeah. and Ricky was in the back seat, he was going, these aren't the prop cars! <laughs> Chicken in the car, you know, and driving around these big trucks, you oh know. Oh my god! So, so he, but I, I didn't kill anybody. <laughs> oh, I'm so I, glad. I got, but it was scary because they didn't know that they were they were real. <laughs> oh god! Oh my god! All right, so American Graffiti, wonderful experience. You become friends with all of these. Well, you're friends already. I'm friends with, with, but yeah. then you become friends with Candy. You yeah. become friends with. 
Did you were you friends with Paul and Matt? Did you become friends? Yes, from signing. Okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. Because because like like I said before, we've gone the they've gone like all over the world, different wow. places, you know. But I've gone like all over the country to do to do signing and still do. You were yes. just at one yes. last week or whatever. Right. Yeah. Right. For the I guess it's the forty fortieth anniversary. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So now let's go back to the groundling. So let's talk about Robin Williams. So tell us about Robin Williams. <gasps> Robin and I were asked to be a, a Jewish couple on a bench. Who's bu buying this as Jewish? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in Beverly Hills by osmosis. Okay, and it, it, it wasn't it wasn't hard for me because I had grown up with right. you know it, you know, and I can I can do that like blind. What do you mean you're blind? <laughs> you know that that sound. <laughs> So uh, that that was from butterflies. What do you mean? Yeah. That yeah. was from butterflies are free. Yeah, I love that movie. Um, so, so we did the scene, and the scene was good. Yeah, it wasn't great. But this this is was the, he already like he was he, already Robin? Yeah, yeah, he was already Robin. Yeah, but he was so upset that he he did he, he, the scene wasn't great. Oh. You know, and it was because he. He he hadn't worked on or or uh, um, been I guess he hadn't been around a lot of Jewish people because he 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 wasn't like he usually wait, is. A he's genius. from San Francisco. I, I know, but but, but not a lot of but Jews. Then, wait, wait wait till you okay. hear the end of the okay. story. Okay. Then and this this made me cry. You know he a couple of a couple of months later. Yeah. I saw him on a a show. Uh, a late night show, and he... Oh, so he's already doing television. He's already doing television. He, is yeah. he famous already? He's, yeah, yeah he's, he's pretty He's pretty famous. He's not Mark and Mindy famous, though, is he? Yeah, I think he's he's already doing oh, Mark oh, and Mindy oh, oh, and everything. Oh, he's yeah. famous. Yes, he's oh, famous. He's okay. famous. Okay. And he does a Yiddish tailor who speaks Yiddish gibberish. gibberish. And he was <laughs> genius. And what had happened in that couple of months mm -hmm. is that he had studied. He had gotten that in his psyche wow. and was able to do it. Wow. And it was just it was just like you did it, Robin. You did it. Wow. <laughs> wow. You went from being okay to the ge to your natural state, which is genius. Wow. Wow. Okay, so and Phil Hartman, tell us how your relationship with Phil started. What was that like? What was it like when he became a groundling? Well, I loved working with him. I mean, I've seen a gazillion pictures of you and yeah. Phil. I know there was a lot of love there. Yes. He mm -hmm. he was so, I mean, talk about hitching your wagon to a star. <laughs> Everything I ever wrote or did with him. Um, it, it, it was, it, I was in love with him. Because <laughs> I knew it was laying pipes. You know, like when we did the Pee Wee show, you know, Miss Yvonne wanted Tim to like her, you know, and she was doing everything to get that wish, you know. So. <laughs> this is my Miss Yvonne doll, which you too can have. They, they sell these in the store. Miss Yvonne, it's Lynn's doll. How many people have their own doll? I love that so much. But you're a living doll. Oh, okay. okay. So, tell, so let's hear about Phil. Thank tell us, you. Tell us some stuff about Phil that we don't know. Uh, 
Oh, how did how, how did your relationship with him begin? Like, how did you become fast friends? Like, how did that? Did you love each other right away? Yes, and and there was a the group, the Pee Wee group of Paul Rubens and and John Perry okay, so and Edie McClurg. We were all friends from the ground. Okay, so how did that? How did the Pee Wee thing start? Did it start in the Groundlings as an improv? Well, it started. He, Paul Rubens, did Pee Wee. Uh, as a character in uh, uh, the late night shows at the Groundlings. Okay. You know, and, uh -huh. and people would call from San Francisco and say, you know, I'm planning my trip around seeing the Groundlings. Is, uh, is Paul Rubens going to, I mean, is Paul wow. going to be in the show? Wow. And so it was, it was, it was getting it to was be a big, big it was cult, a, cult hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I had, I was kind of how he came up with that? Like, how he came up with that character? He came, a Gary Austin, who was the founder of the Groundlings, right. it was his suit. Yeah. And he oh, really? Yes. And he developed it in a wonderful actress's, Phyllis uh, 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 Katz. Oh, she Phyllis Katz, who talked with us. Uh, Phyllis has been to promoting her book. Yeah. And uh, and she's, she's great at coming up with uh, improv games and stuff like that. So he was supposed to do like a non-funny comic, you know, and he did a little boy with bad jokes and everything, and it just progressed. Wow. So I was working at um, Funny You Should Ask, which was a, another improv group at the mm -hmm. time, and uh, Paul called me and said, I want to do a show uh, and, uh, featuring Pee Wee Herman, will you be in it? You know, and I was like, yes. <laughs> and had you guys been doing improv together? To, at, right, to right. That point? Yeah. We've been but doing other improv, improv Not the peewee stuff. Not, the, not the peewee stuff. Okay. Was so, he funny doing other stuff as well? Oh, he, yes. Ridiculous. Yes, he has 10 characters equally brilliant yeah. that, you know, he could, mm -hmm. he could do. Mm -hmm. um, but he's he's very different in, in real life. In his how, tell us how. He talks like this. You know, he goes, <laughs> hi, hello, Lynn. <laughs> You know, <laughs> he doesn't sound like Pee-wee at all. That's so funny. Yes, but he's uh, and 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 so that's that's what happened. I went back to the Groundlings, and it was just it was heaven because one one of the things that he does really well mm -hmm. is is get people who are great in their field. Okay, you know, like great singers and mm -hmm. great. Uh, 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 artist, mm -hmm. you know, Gary Panter designed the sets, mm -hmm. and he was he was cutting edge punk. Uh huh. And and later on, Wayne White, you know, worked on on the Wayne White. He's he's fabulous, fabulous artist. He mm -hmm. he's has shows all over the country, mm -hmm. and uh, and uh, uh, so he, and, and Rick Heitzman also. Okay. They, they, they did I love it. that you remember everybody's name. <laughs> I'm like so and Gary Panther and they, these were Emmy award-winning artists wow, for the Peter wow. show when, when it was okay. on TV. Mm -hmm. And so it was just it was so exciting. It was such an exciting time. The Del Rubio triplets. Oh my God, the Del Rubio triplets. Michelle Hines is saying that cow itch. Oh, are these peewee things? Uh, the, are the, these Paul he, Rubens loved, things? He was in the Christmas special. The Del Rubio. Oh, oh, okay. And 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 they they were tr three triplets and they wore shorts, oh. really short shorts. They were older women, and they you know they kind of, yeah, we'll be glad to do your show. <laughs> you know they kind of talk like that. 
and they sang and they went to nursing homes and of course the guys at the nursing homes were just like <laughs> you know because of their little shorts and blonde hair and and of course the gays loved them i mean they the would, gays they, they they would like they would like if, if you if you go to a festival they would run up on stage to be the fourth del rubio <laughs> You know, all in drag, you know, and they were... The gays. The gays did that. Is that derogatory? I, no, no, it's I just a so. I love it. I, I love the gays. It's, it's Kathy Griffin. Kathy Griffin is my gays. You know, my gays. Gay people adore the Del Rubio. Okay. For good reason. And, and... Okay, uh, so, so... Alan Willis was one of the people that introduced them. She had them at parties and stuff. Oh, my and, God. And then... Hi, and then, Allie, I love I, we love you, Ellie. And then, and then Paul fell in love with them and used them in the show okay. and in the Christmas special. Okay, so now, so how did, what's the birth of, of the Pee Wee? Okay, so it starts out, it's a, he's doing the character in The Groundlings. Right. And he says, I want to do a show. Will you right. come and do the show? Yes. So we all got together. We, we rehearsed in the back room and Bill Steinkiller, who's an award-winning Writer, producer, and improv—he's an improvised. Improvise I was going to say. Teacher. Now, were you guys improvising too, or was we use this? You oh were, yeah, yeah. We, we just... would improvise scenes. Okay. And then we start to put them together. Uh huh. And uh, and I'd run down the street to the art bark on Melrose and keep bringing. He wanted her to look like a prom queen, so I kept bringing in dresses and dresses, and he wanted her wig to be high. And then so finally, we got a white dress. Mm -hmm. who, kind of looked like Elizabeth Taylor from Raintree County, <laughs> only if somebody peed on the dress. <laughs> and and uh, uh, that's the dress that he liked. Mm -hmm. And and that's the dress that uh, I use. And and there were great people like uh, Tito Luriva, who's a friend of mine today with the Crusados. Uh -huh. and, uh, and and Rick and Ruby were really hot, and they, they did stuff in the original show. So, I mean, he just had... So now, was the show, was, was was the show a hit right from the get-go? It yes. was. Yeah. Yes, there were lines around, the, lines around the block. How long did it run? Did it run a long time? It, it ran, I think, I think it ran for a summer, and then it, uh, um, you know, I don't know. I think a couple of months, and then we went to the Roxy. And then we, that was that's a summer big, at the Roxy. Wow. Yes, we did uh -huh. the shows at the Roxy. Uh -huh. And we were just so cool. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't get any cooler. We had punk rock designs. It was peewee. Wow. It, and and we, were, we had a hit show at the Roxy. So now were you guys, so like, cool. when you would go places, would people go like, Miss Yvonne? No. No? Because you didn't did. look, because you didn't look I like didn't, that. I didn't look like that, no. <laughs> The first time that I've been recognized was as Charlie's mother because I look like I look in real life. And it's so much fun to be recognized. And, and when it happens, I like follow my fans around. I'm so excited that somebody <laughs> recognized me. Hi! Coffee? <laughs> okay, so, so, so how long does it take until the show becomes a television show? Until it like... I think a couple of years. Okay. You know, and then he, oh, I was looping. I was at a looping session. Uh -huh. And Paul called me at the looping session and said, I want to do a TV show. And I thought it was a cartoon. So I thought, I'm sure I'd love to. He said, no, no, it's going to be a TV show. And I was like, oh my God. And we just, I mean, we had the, and again, it was 
the best. V. Neal, who's an award-winning makeup artist, mm -hmm. she did Paul and my makeup. Mm -hmm. I mean, she did makeup right. for everybody. And and Robert Tudoris, which is a, a award-winning uh, costume, uh, costume designer. Mm -hmm. Right there, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and Jerry Marsoni was award-winning <laughs> hairstylist. So we we had the, the best. The, we had the absolute best. And you had a ball. And we had a ball. And oh, I'll tell you a funny story. Paul wanted us to look really young, mm -hmm. you know. And so he would have really like good lights. Really good lights. <laughs> but the lights were like I had to walk to it was I remember I had to walk forward and the light I, I <laughs> Paul, you gotta get rid of these lights. I can't see. I can't see, I'm blinded. So those lights were gone. Oh, he also wanted me to wear one of those things, you know, where you lift. What? And, and, and I, I couldn't because my skin, I tried, but my skin was allergic and it started to like, you know, get all the latex up. Yeah. Mm, you can tell me. I thought I can't. You just have to let nature look like nature. I can't be like this. And Oh my God, that's hysterical. Yeah. All right, so Pee Wee, so You've done a gazillion TV. I, I can't believe how many TV movies you've done. I started like counting as them. nurses. I, 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 really, I, I did seven nurses on Mash. Mash was my first time as a nurse. How'd you get Mash? I got Mash just from going out on an interview. My uh -huh. agent, you okay. know, uh, and so and why I'm sure it was Harvey Lindbeck okay. a, a connection because there was a lot of people working on Mash that were in Harvey Lindbeck's class. Ah, and then so they kept casting you as different nurses. Yes, I was like Radar's girlfriend. Oh. I got to say, Radar, when are you going to make a real delivery? Oh. <laughs> and I got to kiss Radar. Oh, and and after the kiss, he flubbed his lines. So I thought, wow, I'm so powerful. Did you work with Mike Farrell? No, I you didn't. didn't. Were I you didn't. here when Mike Farrell was here? No. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. I'll have to go back in yeah. the archives and oh, see that. Oh, wow. Okay. But I met him. I didn't, yeah. you know, I met him. Yeah, he was yeah. super, super nice. So who, so you, most of your I'm scenes. I'm talking. Were, uh, most of your scenes with, were, were with Radar? With Radar. Okay. They were always with Radar. It was always with Radar. Um, but you were seven different nurses, you said. Seven different nurses in love with Radar. No. <laughs> no, no, no which sometimes I would be at a, a shower okay. for hot lips or something. Or I was in a shower and Radar, you know, came into the shower. Oh. I mean, you came in and okay. they went, you know, you went like this. <laughs> okay, so, so MASH. And then um, when does Laverne and Shirley, when does that whole Laverne, was Mork and Mindy first or was Laverne and Shirley first? Mork and Mindy. It's on your IMDb. Well, there's so many mistakes on, 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 they, no, on your on your IMDb. You have like a recurring character on Mork and Mindy, and it had lists a ton of episodes. That's a lie. No, I didn't do Mork. I wish I did. That's so weird. Okay, yes, so I us, did Mork and Mindy. So tell us, they loved so, me. So I don't know why they got rid of me. So tell tell us about Laverne and Shirley working with Gary Marshall too. Oh my God! Did Cindy get you in there? Cindy got me in there, and I I got the parts because. Uh, like like a lot of times, w one time they had women wrestlers, and they had gave them lines, yeah, and they couldn't do the lines. So they the night to be a women wrestler. No, they had to be the manager of the of ah. the women wrestlers. Okay, and they gave me all their lines, and and, and wow, and, and I I would yell things out, and during like a run through. Uh, 
I, I took over the lines for the women wrestlers, and, and I, I made a mistake. I, I, I was yelling out like a, a command to the to women wrestlers, and, and I got the lines mixed up, and I said, give them the black ball busters. And Gary came over and he went, Lynn, it's a children's show. I, Gary was wonderful when you were here. When Gary was yes, here, yes, yes, yes. Um, what was what was he like on set? He was adorable. Mm -hmm. I mean, he just he was he he was Gary. He was Gary. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was he was wonderful. But they would always give me a part every year, and they stick me in a different wig, <laughs> wig, and <laughs> and um, and it's Squiggy, you know, oh, God. David Landers. Uh -huh. He and Michael McKeon wrote a part for me Aww. as as Squeaky's girlfriend, Aww. and and uh, I it was just it was just so much fun. Did you have what was your relationship with Penny like? It was good, yeah. and I, I after uh, I went back and did a show, and also she directed me in Jumping Jack Flash with okay, John Lovitz and, and Phil Hartman. Uh, okay, Jumping Jack Flash. I love Jumping Jack Flash. I, I absolutely love that. Okay, so tell, tell how did, uh, what was your part in Jumping Jack Flash? Tell us about that. Oh, well, um, John Lovitz actually kind of had a part. Phil and I didn't really have a part. We, they just, just they, we were just kind of improvising in different scenes. Yeah. And, and one time... Was Penn, John Lovitz a groundling? Yes. Okay. Right. Yes, yes. And, and, uh, I... She, Penny would say, Lynn, get up there. Get, and I said, I can't. Like, Carol Kane and Whoopi, you're having a scene. I can't just get up there. What did she want you to do? She, I guess she wanted me to improvise or do something. But I said, I can't just walk into their scene. You know, to get, get up. <laughs> that scene when Whoopi is doing, trying to learn the words to... So jumping jack yes, yes, yes. Mick, speak English. That that is one of the funniest things I have ever seen. It is absolutely classic. So was that was that like a fun set to be on? Yes, yes, it yes. looked like a fun it set. It was it was a fun set. And uh um yeah, it was a fun set. But but she she, she Penny just did that out of love. She just wanted to be in the movie for And I, I think I did get up and do something in the background. I didn't Disturb their scene, but but I was in the, in the yeah. Okay, so so give us so there's I mean there's just I can't even think now. There's so many. So bring us up to it's always sunny. So between Laverne and Shirley, there was so like you had so many TV movies. I can't even believe how many you've done, and so many guest you know guest roles on on television shows and movies in there. And any highlights? Anything that stands out? Any actors that you loved working with? Anything that stands out this was a highlight from my career this was a highlight. i think it there there was some stuff like more re, like a comedy bang bang i enjoyed doing kind of, and i got to um yes and recurring here, well i have a story about comedy bang bang okay uh, i did um night court with harry anderson oh. who recently passed was and, he a sweetheart oh my god oh. i loved him so much was he a groundling no, no, no. But he started out in improv somewhere, I think. Oh, oh, yeah, and, 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 and magic, magic, magic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Tim Stack, mm -hmm. who's done tons of cable shows mm -hmm. and a fabulous writer, and and works all the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, he doesn't do character. He he did like 
uh, Sun of the Beach. And, and you it, were also on that. Yes, yes. yes. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, if Tim works, I work. <laughs> you know, so he's he's just amazing. Aww. And Nightstand, he did, and some of the beach was was uh, what was a, a, a FX cable hit. Uh -huh. And uh, he was friends with uh, with uh, uh, Harry Anderson. Mm -hmm. And I did I did Night Court and. And what was your part of Night Court? Night Court, I was the two sisters, you know, that talked like this. You know, that, <laughs> dear Abby. You know, yeah. And uh, he was just, he was just so much fun. And he made everybody feel special. Oh. And, and Tim and I would go over to his house. And he had, he, he had Dashiell and Eve, Eva, and were his, are his kids. And Eva Anderson was they were I know I'm saying genius a lot but she was a little genius she mm -hmm. she was already a fantastic writer and and I and she was maybe nine nine and wow. I said Eva you know when you grow up you're gonna be a fabulous writer and if you ever need you know I'll be really old then and I said <laughs> if you ever need an old lady on a hill you know that's a get now right here I'll be glad to be your old lady on the hill, you know. And as it worked out, she oh, did stop. grow up, and I was a, a old lady in one of her videos, you know. Oh the, my God! Yes, did yes. she remember that? Of course she did. Oh my you know, because God! I, I, because and, and you then, told her twenty times. Yes, I told her twenty <laughs> times. Oh, remember, old lady on a hill. <laughs> and she was a writer wow. for Comedy Bang Bang, and she wrote. The, that part for me, on comedy, oh. bang, bang, you know, and then, then she went off to do something else, and they just, they just kept me on. Oh, I love this. I so, love so it was, it was all so her. A lot Thank of, you. A lot of your career, a lot of the work was because of the relationships that you made. And, yes, yes. And loyalty, and yeah, I mean, friends I made from the groundings. Like I said, everything I've ever done could be traced back. How to about the, Always Sunny? Uh. One of my very best friends is John Brace, who used to be the Show technical pictures. director of the Ground Leaf. Okay. His best friend is John Papsadero, who's a very successful uh, <laughs> casting director. And he was casting that part. Okay. And I went in, and it was a crying scene. And, and John thought I was really funny in the crying scene. I mean, I didn't. I was really crying. And he okay, fell on the floor and started us, laughing. Tell us how you do that. When you have to an audition and you have to cry, Samantha, this is for you. What okay. do you do? How do you bring on the tears? Well, um, I'm serious. Okay. I, I, I don't know. You know, I'll get really sad if I do it. But I, I'll give you a, a B. Arthur. Was I studied acting with B. Arthur? Did you really? Yeah. At what stage of her career? Pre Maud, I'm assuming. Before oh, Maud. Oh, oh no. No, not that B. Arthur. No, no. no, I'm saying the wrong name. Oh, who was it? B. B. She. She's. She's a. Uh, she was. And she's fabulous. Black actress. B. Okay. Not B. Arthur. B. B. She. She was in. Guess who's coming to d dinner? Oh. And she was uh, B. Richards. B. Okay. All right. Oh, oh we have to look her up. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, all right. I'm B, 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 uh, guess who's coming to B. Richards. I think it's B. Richards. I didn't all study right. for her with her very all long. All right. Keep talking while I look. Okay. She said that if you have to cry, 
you just think of so you say, I'm not gonna cry. Yep. I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna cry. I've and heard that, this that helps before. You. I've heard this I'm before. I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna cry. B. Richards, yes. B. Richards, yes. yay. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm you so right. sorry, saint and spirit of you brilliant, brilliant actress. <laughs> Thank you. I think I, I think I took three classes and then of course she got work and left. Left the uh, studio. But okay. She's, she was amazing. That's what you know. Just, just think. I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna cry. But I have to cry a lot now because I'm older. <laughs> but uh, uh, I, I don't on the screen. Yeah, on the screen. Yeah, anyway. okay. But <laughs> I don't. I don't have. You know, like some people have a wonderful technique. Like they see their dead dog. You know, <laughs> and and think of their dead dog. And, <laughs> Like, like, and, and, and without you, being, is, and the know, way you do it is to say, I, I'm not going to cry, I'm not going to cry. And it helps, but you know what helps if you go to like friends or something and you get those tears, <laughs> that really helps, it really helps me. Or just, just that, you know, just stuff from the CBS, you like it, oh, so, oh no. <laughs> Samantha was from the CBS. I've used that so many times on, on Sunday, you know, that I've gotten a chance to, to do that. You and have. the first time, I, I actually, there is something like at Friends Beauty that you can put in your eyes and make you cry. But at Friends Beauty Supply? Yeah, yeah. At Friends Beauty Supply, you can also get Nicole Menable's <laughs> Fuck You Hairspray. You can. Um, and and the first time, this, this the first off. time I ever did Sunny, I was yeah. crying because it was Charlie Gets Molested. And I, and I thought that, that uh, his gym teacher had molested him. But he didn't. It ended. He didn't. But they, they, my first scene is a big crying scene, and I put that stuff in my eyes, and it burned so much. I was, I, I was like hysterical crying. I was like, because my eyes were burning. But no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not somebody who a pro who you should go to tell me your technique. Because it's visine, okay, stuff from friends, and just you know. Okay, but the tr but the truth is, you have to. I mean, and and th this show is about that. This show is about how do did you do what you do? How do you do what you do? Like if you had to share, like you've had an extraordinary career. You work a lot, and you've worked for a long and you work for a long time, <laughs> and you're always fucking funny. Thank so you. you are. So do you have some wisdom to share? I mean, like what? What do you think, what is the reason, I'm thinking part of the reason that you've had a lot of success is because you've made these fantastic relationships and people yes. want to have you around. Oh, I have some advice. Good. Yes, here's my advice. <laughs> when, if you're, if you want to go into comedy and you take classes like uh, uh, at up. Upright Citizens Brigade, or mm -hmm. the Groundlings, or it used to be Acme. I mean, there, at Second City, there's a lot of places. Mm -hmm. the, a, a lot of times, you, you're with people that are taking improv, and then they end up being producers and writers and directors, and are in a situation to hire you. Mm -hmm. And it, it's very important to be a nice person, a friendly mm -hmm. person, somebody you would want to have a, a work with, other people would want to work with you. Because I've seen this happen, where is your, if you're in classes with someone and you don't um, 
like somebody and you like badmouth them and it gets back to them later on you know there are there are a producer and a, a writer producer of a sitcom and they are so happy not to hire you you have to be so damn good to pass that to be somebody like we have to get them no, no matter what if you or another actor are both on par they're with one another. They're going to go with the actor who didn't badmouth them 20 years ago in class. Okay, so I love this is good advice not just for for acting. This is good advice for life. For life, yeah. Right. And so it's the people that are likable, that are kind, that are fun to be around. Yeah. These are the people we want to have around. Right. Right. So the assholes, we're only going to use them if we have to, but we really want to be around the people like Lynn because like Lynn. Um, Thanks, no, I guess I met him separately. I was gonna say thanks to you, I get to go to Phil's, but I did meet you on my way to go to Phil Rosenthal's pizza movie night on the first time. You met me first because I was nervous and I was scared to go, but, <laughs> but it worked out, but it did work out. But Lynn is one of the people, Phil has a list, and you, it used to be that we all used to get to go every week, but now it rotates. But Lynn gets to go every week, no, no matter what. To go every week. Yeah, you I do. Can't go every well, week. but you get invited every week because Lynn is one of those people that you just want to have around. Well, the cloud. The you cloud will. decides who gets to go. <laughs> <laughs> because because Lynn is somebody that you just want to have around, and so that that works in life and it works on the set. Yes. And yes. And it's. Oh, well, I can have some more advice. Good. Okay. We want. We want your advice. All right. So, so that's my my advice. You can't yeah. have like one best friend that you can go. Do you know what they You know that could be your best friend, but it has to be very very close. Mm. But don't badmouth fellow actors. It it, it oh. it's not a good idea. And mm. and, and you know. It's just, it, it gets back to them. Mm -hmm. If you're in the same circles, it, it does, it gets back. Uh, but you can have that one special. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Who do you do that? Well, I, I guess I do that. I, I don't know how much I do that. You but I know do, you can do you, that. But you know. I know do. you can do that. But I've done you're, it. You're not that person. I, 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 I don't think, it. I've known you for some years. I can't think of one negative thing I've ever heard you say about anybody, to be honest. Oh, that's really sweet. But I, I, I I'm, saying, I'm saying for you, you can have that friend. <laughs> I, have, I, think, I think I have quite a few of those <laughs> But I just say a little bit. But I mean, if, yeah, if you're in classes, if you're in classes, uh, uh, just be really, really careful what you say because On it can't. Yes, it can't go back to haunt you and be somebody people want to work with. Mm -hmm. And uh, oh, what else did I want? To, oh, you know what would be a really good idea that I don't do <laughs> is uh, <laughs> when you because you to meet so many people along your way in your career is like if you meet somebody at a party. Uh, Write their name down, you know, that's a really good first start. And remember do, it? Yeah, and remember it. And also, do they have dogs? Do they have kids? Uh -huh. Are they married? You know, because you'll see that person again and, and you're like, oh, I like that person. I don't remember their name. Uh -uh. So you mean somewhere it's written Vicky, Harry, and Samantha? <laughs> no, I know though. But you're going to meet a lot of people. But I'm not important enough so, for you to have to write me no, down. No, no. I know everybody in your family. <laughs> but but uh, it's just it's just really good. And write something about them. So you can ask them how, if they're taking care of their mother. Say, say you know, how's your mom? You know, or... or, or uh, so you do this or you don't do this? 
I don't, but I think it's a great idea. I, I think it's I good. should do it. But then what if you don't have that paper with you when you run into them? Well, put it in your phone. And just go, you know, and then you... It's actually very good How's your son, Ben? Yeah, that could be good. Just make notes on people. You know, make notes on people. And what they like to eat, if you're going out to dinner with so, them. All right, so now how, how about learning lines at this stage time. of life? I'm really curious. Uh, I'm really curious about this. Uh -huh. I always am so worried about my memory. That stuff runs in my family, it mm -hmm. runs in yours. Are you able to memorize lines? Like, do, do you have a, tr a, a trick for memorizing lines? How do you memorize lines? Well, what I do to memorize lines is, this is one of the great things about being single, having the unobserved life. <laughs> I can do lines. Thank you, Libby Westby, for that. And that. Wait, wait, uh, and then, yeah, that line, the oh, unobserved oh, line. Oh. You can, ad nauseum, you can go over your lines over and over and over again. And, and I have to, because mm -hmm. I want the security of knowing my lines so well that, that I don't have to think about them, right. that I can just play. And the great thing about It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is that they don't care if you have a line. Oh, really? They don't at all, because they, they, they're best friends. They're all married to each other. They're all best friends. They, and you know, Sandy Martin, who's my partner uh -huh. in It's Always Sunny, goes, <laughs> <laughs> Well, Rob, who plays her son, he he can't stop laughing at her, you know. So they'll, we, you know, and, and and so we we have to we have to wait until he laughs. <laughs> and, and but it's fine because it's such a great, you know, it's such a great uh, uh, chemistry with everybody. And uh, and one time I forgot my line, and I, I and 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 I said uh, and I blew it, and I was so sad. And I said, I said, oh Charlie, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I forgot my line. I, said, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if you forget your line. Wow. <laughs> okay, so now I, I just thought of something else. Before we're, we're getting like to wrap time, but you just got to do Broadway recently. Ten years ago. It was eight years? No, it was eight years ago. I already knew you when you were doing it. Two thousand ten. Two thousand ten. Have I known you that long? Yes. Oh my God. You knew me before. I did. Yes. Okay, so so what was it like to do Broadway? Oh my God, it was it was so much fun because everybody. Pre loved us. It wasn't. It wasn't a show that they were testing out. Right. They Pee all grown yeah. up on the Pee Wee show, and there were like forty-year-old men with with their mothers who were my age or a little bit younger. Uh -huh. and, and I would say to the forty-year-old men, you know, uh, I, I, he said, I, "I came here with my mother," and I said, "Where's your mother?" He says, "She's in the bathroom." He says, it "Was really, you know?" I think he was like really nice. I said. Let's wait for your mother. And the mothers, that's what, that's what was unbelievable because they were with their sons or daughters their, who were in their 40s. Right. And that was their memory together Aww. of watching that show every oh, week. Oh, God. And, and so I, I said, let's wait. And she, was, she went nuts. You know, she was so happy to talk with me and oh. share that time. And and the, this what was, is it like the first night you walk out on the Broadway stage? What is that feeling like when you walk out on the Broadway oh, stage? Oh, it, it was it was great, but we had had we had had previews and everything. And, well, and but I mean the first oh I mean the first the first time the, when there's an yeah. audience out there and you walk out and there's that Broadway energy and you're in yeah. costume and makeup and it's it's pretty thrilling. You know, it's, it's she's pretty blasé for doing it. <laughs> Samantha, oh, don't right. listen to Lynn. It will Broadway, be more exciting. Broadway. 
But but it, it was. And how about the first time you go out to sign autographs on the Broadway from a Broadway show? Is that was that was that was fun. But there were people that would stand in the snow, and I didn't know they were in the snow because I was I was taking off my makeup and everything. Right? I didn't know they were outside. There were people in the snow. Oh, 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 and I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. You had to wait for an hour. <laughs> And I wasn't and like Samantha will do Broadway. I mean, there's no question. She's already done it, you know, with that well, the, the waitress, yeah, the waitress yeah. thing. But I wasn't. I wasn't one of those someday <laughs> Broadway. <laughs> but when you're actually there, yeah, and and like you 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 know you go you go the stage out of Broadway. Door. It's 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 it is it's a it's thrilling. It's it's absolutely. Did you go to Sardi's? Oh yes, yes, yes we did the horse. The whole thing. It was. It was very. It was very, very exciting. And and you're with your friends. And we were like, Did you go to like, wait for the? Did you, you know? go to wait for the reviews and the the opening night? And I don't know whether we did. We didn't. Yeah. We didn't do. We didn't okay. do wait for the reviews. But okay. but uh, my friend John Moody, who played Mailman Mike, mm -hmm. he said we're just a bunch of carnies, and it's true. We were from L.A. You know, none yeah. of us had had done Broadway before, and it was just. It really, really was. Uh, thrilling. I think that our our king, oh, our king of cartoons, mm -hmm. and, uh, and our understudy, they they went on to do Broadway forever. Really? You know? Yeah. They wow. never came home. They never went home. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you had, if if the, you've done a lot of things, is there any dream that's still unfulfilled that you would like to do? Is there anything that you haven't done that that still calls? I think I'm really happy. I love the fact that I come from an improv background, and if I want to write a woman woman show for myself, I can. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and is that something that you might do? No, <laughs> <laughs> but I can. And and I I love to dance. You know, yes, I, I'm you taking flamenco now on Sundays, and I take tap on on Saturdays. Um, from Johnny Hobbs. <laughs> Thank you, Johnny. Do you want to do a musical? I don't, I'm not really a singer. Singer. Oh, you know what? I would like to take singing lessons, and I, I would like to take Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah. Yes, I like to. Jimmy take Smagula, who, yes. who actually helped Samantha get into NYU. Yeah. You know, he. I, I don't know if that was part of her. But anyway, Jimmy trained Samantha. Because I can sing. I've sung at the Groundlings as characters, but I've never sang as myself. You know, so I would, I would like to, and I come from a no singing bat. You had your dad, but you said that you're not a singer. No, I did musicals in high school, but I was not a singer. Not like Samantha. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. So, but, so but, I would like to study with Jimmy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You sh yeah. And so maybe do a little tap and a little. Oh yes, I could do a little tap and then break into flamenco and then a little hula. You know. So. Now wait a minute, and you also learned to surf. <gasps> Yes! Wow. Nobody's ever talked to me! Yes, I did! I saw the picture! Now, what, 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 that was not that long ago. Well, I was in my, I'm in my early 70s. I was in like in my late, late 50s. Hello! And, and I so was in what, Hawaii. So what made you want to tell okay. I was in Hawaii, and I'd always loved surfing movies and thought I was Gidget. <laughs> oh, Mom, doggy. The bigger they are, the dopier they are. So anyway, I... I, and then I had a friend, Nancy Steen, yeah. who is a little bit younger than me, but it, you know, took surfing lessons and surfed. Okay. You know, she was she was a surfer, and Mark Steen's her brother, and they're both surfers. And so I thought, I 
if I don't do this now, when am I going to do it? You know, I'm going to be 60. Are you a good swimmer? I am a good swimmer. Yeah. I'm not a great swimmer, but, but you yeah, know. But you're, yeah. You know, and, and, uh, and so I went on the beach in Hawaii, and there was this old Hawaiian guy, you know, smoking his cigarette with a big pop belly, and I went, that's my teacher. <laughs> I want him to teach me. So anyway, he put out his cigarette, and, and, and you know, he was like, he really heard why, why like, oh, you know, he's showing me on the boat, hey, keep your titties up, keep your titties up. So I had to go, and, and I said, you know, I, 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 I have blood pressure medication, and I told my teacher, my surfing instructor, excuse me, I have to go to the hotel, get my blood pressure medication. <laughs> You so, might be the first surfer <laughs> to ever have to stop. So I did. I, I did. I, I I took it and and I, I think it really was beginner's luck. Even though I've gone back to Hawaii and gotten gotten up again, but I got. I you was got up the get, first time. Yeah, I got. I I got up. You oh, know, wow. and it was it was everything that you would expect surfing to be. It wow. was absolutely... You rode a wave? Yeah, but it was a, not a big wave. But it was on Waikiki and they're long and smooth waves. It was, it was you know. But I'm so glad. That he, said, he, said, he said, hey, you want a picture? You know, I said, no, I don't want a picture. But the cameraman knew. I saw the picture. Yeah, and he took a picture of me. So I was so happy to have that picture to prove that, yes, I, I'm, I'm a surfer. And yeah. so have you done it since? I have. I, I did it, I did it a couple of times when I went to Hawaii. But I'm kind of a spoiled surfer. I just like the warm Hawaiian mm. waves. It's very cold in it's California. A, yeah, yeah. Yes. I've never surfed in California. Yeah, only only oh, Waikiki. <laughs> I'm kind of a debutante surfer. I love that. But it was thrilling. And, and I can see why, why guys ditch school and go surfing. <laughs> wow. Really, really thrilling. Is there anything like that? Like that, okay, so singing, surfing, is there anything else like on your list, on your bucket list, I not would, about acting, but just I life? I would like to go to Machu Picchu in Peru. Yeah. Because? Because it just calls to me. Okay. And, and I remember when I was in Brazil, mm -hmm. I, 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 I took, I took Portuguese in Brazil, and I also taught improv in Brazilia. Oh, there's what? so many things you find out about me. And so I went to a travel agent, and I said, I'd like to go, I'd like to go to Peru on the way home, yeah. and, and I'd like to see Machu Picchu. And he says, there's a civil war there. You can't go there with fighting, you know, and uh, so I couldn't go. So that's, that's still ahead of you. Yeah, I would like to go before, you know, because it's... Be, you have to be able to breathe. 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 Yeah. yeah. The air is still <laughs> breathing. Take your blood pressure medication and like winded medication. <laughs> well, I adore you mm. so much. This has been so, it's always, it's always sunny with it. That's what I said. It Thank is. You. It is always sunny with Lynn Stewart. It's always fun. Phil makes Lynn like stand up and like tell poems and stuff. <laughs> Just do weird things. You have one for us? A poem? Like, I don't know. I don't know. You, you would stand up and. I can do like a little prayer. Yeah, do a little prayer for us. Okay. Thank you, God, that we took over the house. And all the wonderful, creative women that are going to represent us. M Muslims and lesbians. Yes. I love lesbians. <laughs> the gays. The gays. <laughs> the gay mothers. 
the uh, Native Americans. Yes. Heroes. And the, the young women. Unbelievable. And, and for the first time ever, there's so many first time ever, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the... The, and in Colorado, he, a, a gay married man is representing Colorado. Oh, and somebody said, you know, the baker, the baker who wouldn't bake a cake for the gays. Now is he's he's uh, he's a senator, right? Is it the gay? It is the senator. Yes. Now he's being represented by a gay man, and he wouldn't make a cake. For gay men, and now he's being represented in the Senate by a gay man. And so, love that. And so, what's your prayer? Oh, my prayer yeah. is just thank you, God. Thank you, God, for the change that is happening, mm. and and that we're part of it, and that and that strong, beautiful, smart women are rising to the top where they should be. Right on, motherfucker! I love that <laughs> prayer. Yeah. Love right on. I saw black. Beto. Beto. I, I saw. Vessels for Beto. But I fucking love you, Beto. Right back at you. Um, So, wait, is that a little heavy? No, 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 it's good, it's good. So, okay, so, so next week, Jimmy Vivino. Okay, so Jimmy Vivino um, is the band leader on Conan O'Brien, and he has been since the very beginning. I've known Jimmy since before that. Um, and uh, Jimmy is the co-founder with Will Lee. We love you. I love you, Will. I love you, Jimmy, of the Fab Faux. And they do the like the ultimate Beatles, Beatles. tribute. And they yes. just did it at the Beacon Theater, I think, just a couple days ago, or maybe now. People it, love it. They cry. It's unbelievable. I went. It's un- I heard them do the whole way album. Amazing. And they did. Um, they just did a whole George Harrison tribute at the Beacon Theater, like this week, I believe. And uh, so Jimmy's going to be here next week, and I'm I, I'm so excited about that. The following week, Snuffy, Snuffy Walden, <gasps> Snuffy's okay, coming. Snuffy's coming to my house. Okay, so Snuffy, you guys were both here. Christina and Lynn were both here last week when Snuffy was here with Sarah Nimitz, and they performed. And I have Sarah going to I have kind of a uh, Sarah's going to be here on her own later. Oh, was, oh, oh my God. I, mean, she, I don't even know if she knows this yet. I, think I, I have, have a lady her. boner for I know, Sarah. I know. She's that fabulous. Her her voice is. Absolutely ridiculous in the top five singers I've ever heard in my life women singers, but I've gotten educated on snuffy in the last week I had no idea. Do you did you do you know about snuffy? Well, you gave his, oh, his Well, credits. I gave his little credits, but a little, little credits. Okay. Like 15 minutes to get oh, wait, he's, he's been nominated for 13 Emmy Awards. He won for the West Wing He's had 26 BMI Awards, but what I didn't know is that he was a rock star in the 70s Open for Emerson Lake and Palmer, his band Stray Dog. I was listening to his music today. Oh my God! Okay. They likened him to Hendrix. He's like a rock star. Crazy. Anyway, so he's going to be here in two weeks, and then in three weeks, George Shapiro. Our Georgie. Georgie! Okay, so George Shapiro is, is the man behind Seinfeld. And behind Carl Reiner, and he is the manager. And so we you are, know him. And I, you, I, yeah, you I know, know him. him. I know him. Yes. And yeah, I know George. And George is the maybe the cutest man on the planet. And so George is going to give us wisdom about how how from behind the scenes, you know, stars are born and 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 continue to thrive. And you know, George behind the American Express deal and all this other stuff that he's done, you know, made happen. So anyway, so it's very exciting times. <laughs> Yes, yes. And at, at, at Women Who Write at the end of November, Maggie Wheeler. Chandler, yeah, she'll be here with Kathleen Wilhoyt. They're such great friends. And Kathleen is, un- Kathleen 
unbelievable. And um, and I'm forgetting Michelle Brownman is going to sing. And it's uh, anyway, so lots of good stuff. Good lineups, on. not to be missed. <laughs> like and Miss Yvonne, don't ever miss Miss Yvonne on anything that she's ever on. And uh, Christina, thank you so much for being oh, back there. Oh my God. And, uh, and um, to all of you, we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you next Wednesday on Game Changers. See you then.